With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside FM allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode number 74 of the Giant Take Podcast, off-season number two. Episode number one of off-season number two of the Giant Take Podcast. It's weird, Alex, that I said we've we've kind of done this for two off-seasons now, because it feels like it's been a day, a month, a week, whatever, doing this podcast. We also started late off-season, so like I don't really count it, but I do count it because we were definitely doing it for a good amount of months in the off-season without Giants football. We started in about April, right after the draft. Um, so it's, I would definitely count it as offseason number two. Uh, we got a lot to cover in this one to give you some previews. We got a little season recap we're going to go over. Um, we're going to be listening to the Giants' predictions of our schedule last season uh, when we made them. Uh, we have some Giants news. Patrick Graham has been extended. We'll give you some quotes from the John Mara. And Dave Gettleman found out that our GM, Dave Gettleman, is actually older than the owner of the actual Giants, John Morris. So I found that to be interesting. Um, Justin Pennick let me know that um, Gettleman had some interesting thoughts about himself and horses. And um, we got our week 18 picks. And uh, regular season has come to an end. So has our picks. One difference. One game. Came down to one game. That changed the records. I'm going to save it, though. Alex is even waiting patiently for it, too. Alex, how are you today? Yeah, you, you haven't uh, told me that information either, Josh. I'm still anxiously waiting for the results to come in. I guess they'll come in now, this episode, in a few minutes, I guess. But, yeah, I'm doing well. Dave Gettleman, John Mara had a you know interesting press conference. Dave Gettleman's so healthy. He's as healthy as a horse. Um, so that's always a, that's a good one right there. Um, and I'm excited to see 
that our GM is going to be back in business with his, you know, interesting press conferences. Um, anything else I'm trying to think? Patrick Graham, like you mentioned there, he's uh, extended. He said no, no to the Jets. Mm. Don't blame him. So that that's a that's a that's a fun one. And yeah, I mean, besides that, we don't have playoffs this week for the New York Giants. Very sad. Still, still a little bit bitter. Doug Peterson, mm. you suck. Um, but yeah, I'm doing pretty well otherwise. <laughs> Alex, um, was that your best impression of a Dave Gettleman accent right there? Of a horse? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really know. I was just, I was kind of going freestyle. I didn't practice that beforehand. I know it was incredible. So you probably thought I spent hours practicing. But- oh yeah. No, that was definitely t- a 10 try attempt. I know before we were recording like the past 10 minutes, you just went horse, ho- ho- horse, ho- ho- horse, definitely a hundred percent. I, I don't believe anything else. Don't believe anything else. No matter if you tell me that it's right or not, I don't believe anything else. Let's get into the giant season recap. Um, I'll start it off. We're just like some some quick thoughts. Um, Giants could have been ten and six this season. Giants could have been twelve and four this season. Giants ended up being a very small six and ten. Giants could have also been zero and sixteen this season. Um, very close games, besides three or four games, and that was it. And that's huge for the Giants. Uh, we went into the season looking like it was going to be an offensive team. We came out being a very defensive team. Luckily, we're keeping Pat Graham, so it'll hopefully stay that way. And now we just got to build around the offense. Yes, there are some key positions on the defensive side as well that we need improvement on. That will be cornerback. That will be linebacker. And that will be defensive tackle, edge rusher. On the offensive side, I think we need a stable number two running back. And we have Wayne Gallman for that. I think we need a wide receiver. And we have Dante Pettis for that. No, I'm just kidding. We aren't. <laughs> We're going to need a draft or a free agent. Um, 100%. And I think we need a tight end. Because I think it, that's the end for Evan Ingram. I, don't, I want it to be the end for Evan Ingram. I don't think that's the end for Evan Ingram. But I want it to be the end of uh, for Evan Ingram. And we got to just keep on improving the offensive line. And I think that's really my season recap. So... It could have been a really bad season. It turned out being pretty good. Um, and we're sitting sitting kind of nice with the uh, 11th pick in the NFL draft. Turns out that um, the Heisman winner this year for the first time in a while was wide receiver Devonta Smith on Alabama. Um, I kept on seeing Giants the last time player something something there was a comparison with the giants and i'm so i gotta find that alex go give your season recap there was like comparisons with him and the giants for some reason go ahead so for me trying to keep it simple because i'm kind of uh, known for going on a long time about stuff like this but over the course of the season we improved as a football team maybe you know we were five and three in the last eight games one and seven the first eight games there's been significant improvement our young head coach is definitely improving um, you know, you think about our young players, but also the coach, he, you know, he has to improve his rookie year as a head coach. So, um, you know, he made mistakes here and there in the beginning of the season, but he, he's shorn up a lot of those mistakes. Um, and I'm sure he's still going to improve in the future. But Daniel Jones, not the season Giants fans hope for for Daniel Jones, even though I am a big Daniel Jones defender. Um, even I will admit that this is not the season. This is not the performance or the improvement that we were looking for from him 
The offensive line progressed nicely throughout the season. The beginning obviously was not great. Andrew Thomas specifically obviously put huge draft capital into him. Towards the end of the season, he really started to look like, you know, one, a, a good to great tackle, um, or at least the potential to be a good or great tackle in the National Football League. And yeah, as Josh mentioned, the lack of weapons is something that Dave Gettleman talked about in his, uh, you know, press conference that, you know, we need playmakers. And I totally agree with him. Hopefully he knows that. Well, obviously he does if he's talking about it. Um, but for me, Evan Ingram, Josh, you mentioned it. Is this his last season with the Giants? Can you trade him? Who would want Evan Ingram with his butterfingers? I don't really know. Um, and then there's Kyle Pitts in the draft. Another person I know you mentioned, Devonta Smith. Congrats to him for winning the Heisman. Very impressive. But oh, I doubt he's going to fall to us at 11. Um, he might be the first wide receiver off the board. He might even go in the top five um, because you see the Dolphins there. They need a weapon. Um, the Bengals, they could need a weapon too for Joe Burrow, even though they might go offensive line. There's a lot of complications there. We'll, you know, talk about the draft. We have lots of time to talk about the draft, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a whole bunch, and you'll probably get sick of it. But um, yeah, for, for me, Kyle Pitts looks really amazing too. We'll talk about him in the future, I'm sure. But yeah, tight ends, definitely position wide receiver, clearly. Saquon will be back next season. Obviously, it was devastating in the beginning of the season um, that he you know, got injured and now he was out for the whole season, but hopefully he'll be back better than ever next season. And really the main surprise of this season was the defense. Patrick Graham obviously getting the new extension. This defense played very, very well and kept this team in games that, you know, otherwise if our defense was worse would not have, you know, the Seattle game, perfect example. Our defense held them to 12 points. One of the most prolific offenses this season um, and that really helped us, you know, with Colt McCoy, obviously, we're already not scoring many points with Daniel Jones, but even with Colt McCoy, did tremendous. Wayne Gallman has been doing really well this season, besides the Dallas game where he decided to fumble um, and recover sitting on top of the ball. It was a complicated situation and very stressful. But yeah, overall, there was lots of improvements. Xavier McKinney, another person we were excited about, he had an unfortunate injury too. We got to see him towards the end of the season. He looks great, um, so I'm very excited to see him next year. May have to get a, a little Xavier McKinney jersey because I'm really liking what I'm seeing from him. Um, but yeah, for the recap of the season, I've gone on for, what, five minutes now? Who knows? But yeah, it, overall, an okay season. It was exactly what – it was close to what I believed I predicted – We'll get into that. Um, I'm, I don't actually know. I don't remember, but Josh is going to play the clip, so we'll see what I predicted. But, yeah, good season, um, and I'm pretty happy with how it turned out and how it's looking for the future. I can't find it. I I can't find it. I do not know what the – if anyone wants to reach out to me on Twitter, let me know. I cannot find it, The uh, what was going on with Devonta Smith and the New York Giants. This is really annoying. I had so much time to think about it too. Wow. Um, that's annoying. But uh, there, there was some comparison with him and the Giants. I, I don't know what it was though. I, I can't remember. Alex is very happy about it for some reason. Um, but I, I really I couldn't find it. Anyway, I can't find it if you didn't know. So we're going to listen to the Giants schedule right now. Here we go. Josh and Alex from, what is this, April 20-something? Oh my goodness. This is coming all the way back. 
episode number five of the Giant Take podcast, NFL schedule reaction with special guest, which is Peter from the Talking Blues podcast, if you haven't listened already. Um, it's another podcast we do from May 11th. Here we go. That's the best possible. Now. Oh, I just want to give you a warning, actually, just before we go. Um, I do cut off Alex quite a bit. This was a recording problem. I did not actually cut off Alex when we recorded. just want to make that clear because I know he's going to bring it up. I'm just, since we went through all of the games, do you want to just say what our real one is or you want to go? We'll go through. We'll go through. Why don't yeah. we just run through uh, really quickly? Steelers we'll win. So Steelers week one. Yes, I think we're going to win that Bears game. I think we're going to win. Bears, I think we can win that game also. We're going to lose yeah. both games coming up. Yeah, Niners, Rams. Eh. Yeah, I think we're going to lose both so those two games. 2-2. Two. We're going to lose two. to the Cowboys 2-3. Three, and three. three. We're going to beat Washington 3-3. Yep. Three and three. We're going to lose to yep. the Eagles. Three and mm-hmm. four. We're gonna lose three to the and Bucks, five. Three and five. Four and five. We'll beat Washington. Four and five. Eagles I think we'll at beat home. Them. I think we will. Five and five. Bengals. Uh, I think we're gonna win. Bengals will win. Six and five. Seahawks. Yep. We're gonna lose. Cardinals. We're gonna lose. So six and six. We're gonna lose all we're the games. That I think for the rest of the season. My opinion. I think we're gonna beat the Cowboys last game. Really? Of the so. Seven and nine. Okay, well, I don't believe that, so they're going six and ten, in the opinion, which is one game okay, improved of last season, right? Six and ten? No, we were four and twelve. Oh, look at I, the I, improvement. I, I would be pretty happy with six and ten or seven and nine. I think that's a good year. There you go. Six and ten from your boy. Uh, Josh did predict a six and nine, a six and ten record. That is me. Alex did predict a seven and nine record. Uh, Alex did just say though that he is very fine with a six and ten record. How do you feel after that one? All I'm gonna say is, please don't go listen to those episodes because if you just heard that, we've come a long way since that first episode or whatever that was, fifth episode, basically the first episode. Thank God our episodes don't cut like that anymore. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I would always cut you off. I think I also used like a, a Spanish reference from uh, In Mi Opinion in that one, which means In My Opinion. Um, that was in the podcast. Um, so that was very interesting. I took that one right from Spanish class and I guess asserted it right into the, the podcast. So that's wonderful. Um yeah, Patrick. I'm just gonna ignore that. So there you go. That that's our listening to the Giants schedule. Pat Graham has been re-signed for one year. He re- uh, he he only got, I guess, a coaching um, request from the Jets, and he's like, "All right, we're not doing this. We're saving this one." Uh, re-signs with the Giants for another year, and I think that shows that he trusts the players. He is trusting the players. He is trusting the coaches. And I think it's a good look for Joe Judge, and I think it's a good look for Patrick Graham that if he wants to stay one more year and get a better coaching job next year, which you know, if he still coaches the defense really well, hopefully not. But um, really good. And Blake Martinez had a good reaction to it as well. He was very excited about that. One thing I also want to talk about is Joe Judge, who came out to the press day after the Eagles game and torched them. Said it was the wrong. Uh, it was wrong. And I loved hearing that press conference. I loved it so much. It made my heart warm. And thank you, Joe Judge. Thank you, Joe Judge. Yeah, listening to that, he didn't exactly say it was wrong. He just kind of, well, he basically did. Um, he 
basically said as long as he's the coach of the New York football giants, he would never do something like that. So, you know, Saquon, Daniel Jones, watch out. You're going to be playing all 17 games of the season. Just kidding. Um, But, you know, in general, I loved what he said there. You know, in general, in press conferences, I always enjoy um, listening to him. Yes, he doesn't always give everyone the answers that they want exactly, but in general, it's it's a it's a nice refreshing change, and I think he's a. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do in the future. I think we've definitely got ourselves a head coach here in Joe Judge, um, and and I guess now we have a a GM who's staying for another season in Dave Gettleman, and he's very healthy. He just wants to point that out. He's very very healthy. I'm just gonna do it one more time. He's as healthy as a horse. So. <laughs> Yeah. What, what what did he say, Josh? Gettleman? I don't really have much on Gettleman. I have Morris quotes here. He said, I'm disappointed that we couldn't do better than 6-10, and 10, Morris said today on a season wrap-up Zoom call. But I do see progress in the building here. I think that the quality of, play, of people that we have in the locker room has improved a great deal. I think we have some great leaders down there. I think we've established a basis for a foundation that we can have continuous success going forward. I'm excited about the future of this team. I think the fact that we went five and three over the second half of the season gives me some reason for encouragement. Uh, I'm obviously disappointed we didn't make it to the playoffs. We had every opportunity to do that only needing one more game, and we didn't get that done. But I think what I wanted to see this year was some some progress and some reason for some optimism going forward, and I did see that. And that's why I'm optimistic about what we can do in the future. He also praised Joe Judge for being uh, the leader of the team. Uh, and he, uh, he passed numerous obstacles and you know some other stuff like that. And also he talked about Dave Gettleman as well, saying, I think the way Dave and Joe work together first name basis, I thought our personal decisions were really uh, – we're really sound this year, Mara said. I feel better about our roster than I have in years, and I think the two of them working together have started building the uh, have started the building process with something that can have sustained success going forward. Um, and let's see. I I got. I'll get the um. I'll get the Dave Gettleman quotes in a minute. Alex, what are your thoughts on this so far? Yeah, so I thought the the thoughts from Mara were interesting in the sense that in 2018, I know I'm going back now, and now I'm a Giants history buff, We, you know, going back in the past, but in 2018, you can clearly see that the that ownership wanted the Giants to win, drafting Saquon Barkley, not a quarterback, not an offensive lineman, not whatever, no rebuilding. It wasn't looking like a rebuild. Some people blame that on Gettleman. It looks like it was ownership. And when you look at Mara, um, and obviously the Tish family also, they kind of put us in the situation that we're in. In terms of the fact that we didn't start with a quarterback. We didn't start, you know, with, you know, Saquon Barkley at number two. People have argued, is it a mistake? Is it not? Right? We can debate that all day. He also made a quote. He also said something about he wants him to be here, Saquon Barkley, um, he's referencing, for a very long time. So that was also an interesting uh, tidbit there. So obviously ownership believes in him as well. So that's good seeing him coming back next season. Obviously, new contract might be um, coming if he can stay healthy, probably. Um, but yeah, I thought his comments were interesting about 6-10 and 10 
could we have done better? Could we have made the playoffs? And yes, we could have done better. There were some games we could have won. Um, cough, cough, Evan Ingram, maybe catch the ball next time. But um, yeah, there, I mean, I thought his thoughts were interesting. In terms of how Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge work together, that was also a nice, interesting tidbit there because, you know, we don't really get to see their relationship out um, in the open. You can kind of tell Joe Judge's relationship with the players, but with, you know, ownership um, and also, obviously, Dave Gettleman, it's hard to always tell, but obviously in the offseason with some of the good moves that we made, you know, Dave Gettleman has not always made the best moves, right? We you know Golden Tate, as Josh always likes to talk about, that wasn't obviously the best move. And you, some could argue Saquon Barkley, number two overall, is not the best move for, you know, a team that should be rebuilding. So, yeah, I think Joe Judge has brought in a philosophy, obviously, um, coming from Bill Belichick. Um, so I, I think overall, it, it's I think it's a positive thing that Gettleman's back. I know I'm kind of shifting into all different things here, but I think Gettleman being back is not as much that it's reward for him as much for him, you know, being successful as it is for you and Joe Judge seem to have a decent relationship. Let's not break that. Let's not get someone in who may not work out well with Joe Judge because we really like Joe Judge. I mean, I think that's more of the decision to keep Gettleman rather than the you know, pre, it's not like they're in love with Gettleman and what he's done for the New York Giants, more that they really like what Joe Judge is doing um, here in New York. So that was my thoughts of what he said and how I kind of interpreted it. But yeah, very interesting press conference. Recommend you go take a listen if you haven't, because um, obviously we're just summarizing. But yeah, um, very interesting. Yeah, interesting. I'm just going to say interesting 50 times. For some annoying reason, once again, I cannot find the horse quote, but uh, I, I do have this. This is this is uh, a little highlight from Dave Gettleman's press conference right in the beginning. Uh, Happy New Year. You know, it's good to see everybody, and uh, I hope uh, Santa made a visit. Or, uh, you know, you had some good potato luckies. That's all I needed to <laughs> That's all I needed to play. I hope Santa made a visit and everything is all good. Dave, Dave Gettleman... <laughs> What a guy. Dave Gettleman's quotes, at the end of the day, we need to find playmakers, Gettleman said during his annual uh, postseason press conference. there's uh, That's all there is to it. I'm not sugarcoating it. If you talk about um, phys- wow. philosophically doing roster building, it's the Q, meaning quarterback. It's the big men who allow you to complete or compete. On offense, it's playmakers. We have to be very conscious of it we're going to find the right guys to help daniel get over that hump we've got great leadership we got a great young club a new young team um i understand that at the end of the day there is an important offseason roster building offseason for us we've got some solid pieces we've built up the lines we've done some things we have to continue to get good players and part of it is getting playmakers because that's what you're referring to that is a goal of ours, obviously, for this offseason. Why do I I struggle reading uh, Dave Gettleman's press conference more than I did John Mars? But that was interesting. Um, Alex, any thoughts on that? Any quick thoughts? No, not really. I don't. I don't. You know, I think I mentioned a couple like the the playmaker thing, but yeah, you know, nothing really surprising came out of this press conference. There was no like, oh wow, Daniel Jones isn't our quarterback next season. There was no. Dave Gettleman's not GM next season. That they like there was nothing really too big, at least in my there opinion. There's no surprises. 
yeah, see, I'm still counting you off, and we're in episode 70, uh, whatever now. Um, there, there was no Joe Judge press conference either, and that's what everyone was looking forward to, and that's what that was a big thing uh, last year. There's nothing like that that we're looking towards right now, unless we get a new offensive coordinator, and hopefully we'll see what happens uh, there. I think that's all the Giants news we have for, for today. Um, let's go to our picks. Moment Alex has really been waiting for here. Uh, week 17 picks. I went 12 and three. Alex went 10 and five. And the end of the regular season, the final regular season picks goes as follows. Alex went 151 and 89, 151 wins, 89 losses. I went 152 and 88. I'm up by one game against Alex going into the playoffs, meaning this playoffs and the Super Bowl. 100% count, and Alex is changing his pick as we speak, cheating the system. Browns to Steelers, this is wonderful. I got Saturday's games. He's got Sunday's games. Saturday, Colts, uh, Bills, uh, we both have the Bills. It's going to be Rams, Seahawks. We both have the Seahawks. And Saturday night, Buccaneers, Washington. We both have the Buccaneers knockout Washington. I don't want any NFC teams going to the divisional championship. NFC East teams, I mean. I think I said NFC teams. I might have been wrong. I don't know. All right. And then Sunday's games. We have the Ravens and the Titans. Um, We both have the Ravens for this one. Bears-Saints. This is one to watch out for. I'm not putting it in my official prediction, but I always love to do these ones where I get to, like, take credit for it without really saying it right, you know. But whatever. Watch out for the Bears in this one. I'm still picking the Saints, but watch out for the Bears um, I'm going to have the Saints, and Josh has the Saints also. And, of course, hearing that I'm down by one, I originally had the Browns also, but I apparently need to make up some ground, so I can't have all the same as Josh. And to me, this is one that is probably the most toss-up of the week, um, or, or of the wild card week. You know, Rams, Seahawks, that's another one you never know. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers for this one, mainly because I wasn't really sure when I was picking. I went with the Browns. I need to gain a point here because Josh somehow – is ahead of me. I don't know how. I think he fixed the numbers. Who knows? But, you know, we'll have to see. Maybe it was some consi- uh, conspiracy over here. But um, I'm going to go Steelers. Josh went Browns. We'll see what happens. There's a whole COVID situation, actually, at the Browns, uh, you know, organization with Kevin Stefanski, all the coaching staff. So who knows what's going to be going on there. That game might not even be played this weekend. But, yeah, that's who we have for our wild card slash week 18, if you want to call it that, picks. I'm ready to tie or well yeah i can't take the lead so yeah i'm ready to tie yeah well well, i mean we'll see if you really want the numbers alex i'll give you the picks right after this episode and you can go calculate on your own i know you're the math genius over here so if you really want to get to those cranking on the calculator you can go ahead and do that or even do it right on your fingers it's all it's all up to you just want to say that the last three weeks of the season 11 wins 10 wins 12 wins for me so you had eight wins, ten wins, ten wins. That's all. That's all I need to say. Go to thegianttake.com. Alex will tell you more about it. He will have a blog post out later this week. Um, and then after that point, it'll be more of my blog post, some of his blog posts in there. We'll see what happens um, past that point. All right. So thegianttake.com, we have episodes on their blog posts, like Josh just mentioned, new one coming out either Friday or Saturday. So look out for that one or 
yeah, that one, because it will be one article, but make sure to go check it out. Um, if you go to the homepage and scroll to the bottom, there's a form that you can fill out to subscribe to the newsletter. And that will give you updates on when there's new episodes and blog posts. So that's always very helpful. And obviously, you can also check Twitters, which Josh will mention later. And that also has all the updates as well. And finally, you can click support the podcast in the menu of the website. And that'll take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the giant take. And that has a $2 tier with fan requests, private community, and a shout out on the podcast. Um, I'm going to go on because why not? I had something to say, but now I forgot what I was going to say. So, uh, Josh, go ahead. Yeah, when you think of it in a minute, you let us know. Go follow Alex on Twitter at anorian 23 Go follow me at joshola 29 Also, while you're on Twitter, go follow the Giant Take Pod. And then go follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, that'll be the at the Giant Take. Uh, Talking Blues Pod is a Chelsea podcast that I do with Alex and Peter. You can go follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. But go give us a subscription wherever you're listening. And also give a subscription to the Giant Take Pod wherever you're listening. Five-star ratings and review, please, on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're able to do it. Share with one friend. Share with friends and family. Be sure to share on your social medias. Be sure to tag us at the Giant Take Pod if you're going to do it on Twitter, at the Giant Take if you're going to do it on Instagram or Facebook. All right. Um, here's the deal. We're going to be doing one episode a week from this point on in the off season. Would like to address that now. These episodes will be coming out varied by the week. I know we like to set schedules here, but we have no idea when Giants news is going to come out. And we're going to be completely honest. Aim for the beginning-ish part of the week because we were thinking that that we're going to get the Giants news then because of the press conferences and all that stuff, but we have no idea how it's going to work. Also, look forward to grades. We're going to be giving grades or tiers, depending on how we want to do it, for the Giants players each episode of the week going through each position group. So next week, we're going to be doing O-line. So we'll have all the O-linemen that played for the Giants. Um, Next week, we'll put them into tiers or grade them. We're still debating on what to do. But look for an episode next week at some point. If we get some Giants news, we'll throw that in there. If not, it'll be towards the end of the week, towards uh, divisional playoffs, which we'll talk about our picks in that episode and just tie in some random Giants stuff that we find um, and obviously do the offensive line grading. Anything else you have to add on that, Alex? No. um, You know, obviously, as we get closer to free agency, we'll touch on that too. Draft, you know, we'll touch on that all. So anything Giants, like Josh said, it's difficult to know when any of the news comes out. So um, aim for... I don't know, early in the week, whatever Josh just said. Just we'll sign see. up for the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. Or follow us on Twitter at the Giant Take Pod. All social medias. The three social medias. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe to the newsletter. And guess what? We can release one and any day of the week and you'll know when it comes out. So it's perfect. You don't even it doesn't even matter that we don't have a day because you're gonna know on the newsletter or on our social medias if you're following us when they're out. That is very true, everyone. Go do what Josh just said. Um, And I believe that is it for episode number 75, three quarters of a way to 100. That'll be exciting. I don't know when that episode's going to take place. Probably over the summer. I think we calculated it. But we, we, you know, with the varying schedule of once a week, maybe twice a week, some weeks, who knows what's going to go on. Giants craziness might happen. We might need to do more. We might need to do less. There's going to be nothing to talk about. Who knows? We'll hit 100 soon enough. And I'm very excited for that episode. But that has been a wrap for episode number 75 of the Giant Tape Podcast. I've been your host, Alex, always joined by Josh, and we'll see you next time with another 
with more Giants news. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.